Safety Net Studio presents. Here's Johnny. Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry. Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we witness history with Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. We're in a race against the Nazis. And I know what it means if the Nazis have a bomb. Have a 12 month head start. 18. How could you possibly know that? We've got one hope. All America's industrial might and scientific innovation connected here. A secret laboratory. Keep everyone there until it's done. Let's go recruit some scientists. Five, four, three. Truman needs to know what's next. Two. What's next? One. The story of American scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer and his role in the development of the atomic bomb. Written by Christopher Nolan based on the book by Kai Bird and Martin Sherwin and directed by Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer stars Killian Murphy as J. Robert Oppenheimer, Emily Blunt as Kitty Oppenheimer, Robert Downey Jr. as Louis Strauss, Alden Ehrenreich as Senator Aide, Scott Grimes as Counsel, Jason Clark as Roger Robb, and features Kurt Kohler, Tony Goldwyn, John Goins, Macon Blair, James Darcy, Kenneth Branagh, Josh Hartnett, Florence Pugh, David Dastmalkian, and so many more. If there were any doubts in the writing and directing skills of the great Christopher Nolan, let those be put to bed immediately. Oppenheimer is as close to a perfect biography film that there has ever been. Story-wise, this movie is incredibly written, shot, produced, and sound mixed in every sense of the word. Its three-hour runtime is necessary to show both the rise, fall, and second coming of the father of the atomic bomb. There is a ton of content that is written into this film and nothing that I feel could be removed in order to speed things along. Every shot is heavily calculated and designed and ultimately pays off on the biggest shot of them all that we all knew would show the skills of Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan will be nominated for this movie. I will guarantee that right now. Acting-wise, this movie is incredibly done. Killian Murphy once again shows that he is insanely underrated as the lead in a film. He steals the screen away from heavy hitters like Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, and Rami Malek, all while heavy lifting everyone that touches the screen around him. There was not a single actor in this movie that doesn't deserve their own recognition, but as this is only a quick review, I don't have time for it. But just know that if someone that you are a fan of is acting in this film, they were incredible. Where this movie really soars, though, is in its sound mixing and its direction. Again, Christopher Nolan is a genius and shows off with it. The mix of black and white scenes with color scenes seemed like a bold choice when the trailers first started popping up, but the actual reason was perfect for the film. They reflect another time and another perspective. But Nolan's best decision was his choice not to use CGI, at least where you assume that he might, and that was his biggest sell of all. The explosion scene itself was eerily beautiful and the sound mix during made it all the more powerful. Pun absolutely not intended. Overall, Oppenheimer is as near a perfect biographical film that I have ever seen. The man J. Robert Oppenheimer is humanized on every aspect of his life, including 
both personal and professional. He's a man people both love and hate, and Nolan's film will show you why that is with all the subtlety of a smack upside the head. This is a movie that will win multiple Academy Awards, and if it doesn't, I would like to have a word with the Academy because they are absolutely wrong. I give Oppenheimer an absolutely deserved A+. The weather has been hot and you should look the same. Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with a trailer that's haunting theaters soon, The Exorcist Believer. Have you ever seen anything like this? Oh, me? No, but there are people out there who have. You have some experience with possession. Yes, more than I'd like. I believe you can help get our girls back. Exorcism is a ritual. Every culture, every religion, they all use different methods. It's going to take all of them. Don't be scared. We've met before. Mother. Since the death of his pregnant wife in a Haitian earthquake 12 years ago, Victor Fielding has raised their daughter on his own. But when Angela and her friend Catherine disappear in the woods, only to return three days later with no memory of what happened to them, it unleashes a chain of events that will force Victor to confront the nadir of evil and, in his terror and desperation, seek out the only person alive who has witnessed anything like it before, Chris McNeil. Ellen Burstyn reprises her role of Chris McNeil alongside Leslie Odom Jr., Lydia Jewett, Olivia Mark and Linda Blair. The project was written by David Gordon Green alongside Danny McBride, who wrote all three of the new Halloween films. Exorcist Believer hits theaters Friday, October 13th. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem releases in theaters next week. And if you've been around the internet for a while, you may remember a video of 10-year-old Jonathan Ware, aka Zombie Kid, who was asked to comment on his face paint. Well, Jonathan attended a screening of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we'll let him him say his feelings. Back here live, we just got out of a screening for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, and I'm with my friend, the zombie, Jonathan. Looking good. Jonathan just got an awesome face paint job. What'd you think of the movie? I like turtles. All right, you're great zombie. Good times here at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, opening in theaters August 2nd. Following its early positive reviews, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mayhem, which officially releases on August 2nd, already has a sequel in the works. Not only that, it will also have a two-season series made exclusively for Paramount+. Plus. While no title has been given to the feature film, the animated series will be called Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and will connect the two feature-length films. Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem has the following synopsis. After years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic acts. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. It was only a matter of time, but due to the WGA and SAG 
like after a strikes, Sony has announced a number of release date changes. Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse was completely removed from the release schedule, which originally had a release date of March 29th of 2024. Craven the Hunter was pushed back from October 6th to August 30th of 2024, and the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife has jumped from December 20th to March 29th of 2024. It's not all bad news, though, as Bad Boys 4 will officially hit theaters on July 14th of 2024. Sony also slated Venom 3 for July 12th of 2024, and Madam Web will be releasing on February 14th of 2024. Following the success of Barbie, Mattel is actively developing a number of projects that we know already includes a live-action Barney movie being produced by Daniel Kaluuya. Additionally, a Polly Pocket movie from writer-director Lena Dunham starring Emily and Paris actress Lily Collins is in the works, a Hot Wheels film being produced by J.J. Abrams, and a Rock'em Sock'em robot film being written by Ryan Angle and starring Vin Diesel. Other projects in the work are American Girl, Magic 8-Ball, Masters of the Universe, Major Matt Mason starring Tom Hanks, Uno, Wishbone, Matchbox, Thomas and Friends, Viewmaster, and Christmas Balloon. Universal Pictures has announced that they've already greenlit a new Exorcist sequel, which will be titled The Exorcist Deceiver, which has been given an April 18th of 2025 release date. Just like The Exorcist Believer, this project is written by David Gordon Green and his writing partner Danny McBride, and will be coming from Blumhouse Productions. Over in the rumor mill, while promoting the Twisted Metal series, actor Thomas Hayden Church spoke with ComicBook.com, where he was asked about the success of Spider-Man No Way Home. Church said, quote, There's always been some kind of, I've heard rumors, that Sam Raimi was going to do another Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, and if that happens, I would probably campaign to maybe at least do a cameo. Raimi himself had previously stated, quote, I've come to realize after making Doctor Strange that anything is possible, really anything in the Marvel Universe, any team-ups. I love Tobey, I love Kirsten Dunst, I think all things are possible. I don't really have a story or a plan. I don't know if Marvel would be interested in that right now. I don't know what their thoughts are about that. I haven't really pursued that, but it sounds beautiful. Even if it wasn't a Spider-Man movie, I would love to work with Toby again in a different role. Moving to the small screen... Over at Netflix, if you weren't done with the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, well, just wait because here comes a documentary. Depp vs. Heard, the new limited series from director Emma Cooper, covers the trial with the goal of presenting a neutral overview of what happens when the court of public opinion starts to overshadow reality. For the first time, the three part series presents Depp and Heard's testimony side by side, using 200 hours of live stream trial coverage from the mainstream news and citizen commentators on TikTok and Twitter. Ultimately, Depp v. Heard interrogates the role social media played in the trial, raising provocative, uncomfortable questions about how the conversations happening outside the courtroom may have influenced the outcome. Depp v. Heard premieres on Netflix on August 16th. Over in the land of the stars, according to Above the Line, Donald Glover, who had previously portrayed Lando in Solo A Star Wars Story, is writing a Lando series for Disney Plus alongside his brother, Stephen Glover. Although Donald is writing the project, it has not been officially announced either way if he will be reprising his role and playing Lando Calrissian. Everything you've heard about me is true. And finally, we end today with some infuriating news. Production on the long-awaited sequel to Beetlejuice, simply titled Beetlejuice 2, has taken a strange hit. Vermont State Police have confirmed that a sculpture that was featured heavily in the original film has been stolen from the set of Beetlejuice 2. The State Police announced this over Twitter, stating that the 150-pound sculpture was stolen from the set in East Corinth, along with a lamp post topped with a pumpkin decoration. You bunch of losers! You're working with a professional here! 
fucking model. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Yeah.